When we became empty nesters, we started asking the Lord and each other how we could live this life on purpose. And we decided we wanted to invest in the life of our dreams. So we cashed in our chips and sold everything to pursue our dream life of following God's calling. Right now, that has us in Alaska. Mm-hmm. In this season, we hope to share some of our journey and lessons we learned along the way as we live this empty nesting life on purpose. Friends, we hope our journey encourages you and inspires you to dream big dreams and have an amazing empty nesting season. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Empty Nesting on Purpose, a podcast for Christian couples who are in their empty nesting season or are approaching that season and are looking around wondering if, well, is there more to this season than this? If that is you, you're in the right place, because that is exactly where we found ourselves not so long ago, too. Hey there, we are Luke and Melissa Dickey, and this is the second episode of Empty Nesting on Purpose. And today we want to answer the number one question we get when we start telling people about our journey. All right, Melissa, what is that number one question? I'm so glad you asked, Luke. The number one question is, how did you know that you were being called to Alaska? I really do like this question. It's intimidating for me because, (laughs) frankly, I I think I'm a little crazy sometimes, like God's actually speaking to me. But truly, it's, it's an important question in our culture today because I think so many people are wondering what their purpose is in this season or in the future. I think they wonder what it is. They wonder how you know. But really, I, the deeper question I think we forget to notice is who God is and who we are in Him. We are His sons and daughters, and He has a great treasure. He wants to give us life and life abundantly, not meagerly, not tiny. He wants us to shine on this earth. I love that we are talking about it today. Mm-hmm. For me, it really just started off with, with a tiny thought that I wonder what it would be like to live in Alaska. He says tiny thought, but I can tell you as his partner, that tiny thought grew. (laughs) And what I tell people is it was almost like he got a beacon on him and God turned it on for him and it just kept getting louder and louder. The sound was more questions out loud and more statements like, man, I'd love to live in Alaska. I wonder what kind of job I would need to live there. And then something like, well, why aren't we there? And then how can we go? And as he got towards the the deeper questions of how can we go, I really realized that this wasn't just a little thought in his head. He was actually feeling something from the Lord. There was definitely something that dream wouldn't leave. And as his partner, I just knew it was my job to make room for him to figure out what God was doing. Yeah, it truly felt like a deep longing, persistent one that wouldn't go away. And it seemed really unrealistic, but that didn't hinder the longing. Now, usually I, I'm not the big dreamer of the two of us. I'm I'm more than nine to five, go to work, come home and rinse and repeat. Do you, Have you had dreams before in the past? Oh, well, every kid, that's a male at least, dreams of being a firefighter when they're a kid. And that, <laughs> but, was, that was definitely the case for me. So what about you now? Did you have other dreams before Alaska? Oh, you know, I'm sure I did. But in the past... Those dreams, I would, I would take them and I'd be like, huh, yep, and go bury them in a deep, dark corner of my soul <laughs> and kind of like put a bunch of furniture on top so that they wouldn't arise back up. And wow. I'd just go back to 
doing the thing, right? Just working. That breaks my heart, but I think it also kind of shines light that in our culture, that's the norm. You guys, you don't have time to dream. Your job is to make sure everything stays even keel in the house. Yeah, it, wow. it does seem that way. But truly in the Bible, uh, it says that God will give us the desires of our heart, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he, he puts those desires in us and he provides the means to make those desires come true. Then it's just a matter of believing that he'll do it. You know, and in Ephesians 2.10, it talks about how we are God's handiwork and that he made us on purpose for a purpose with work to do. And those dreams and desires, I truly believe, are are key indicators of what we are to be doing while we are here on this earth. Yeah. And as those dreams persisted, I truly just had to believe and accept that God really did want to give me the desires of my heart. And then realize that I have desires that are there for a reason. So I love how you said that you had to believe that God would give you the desires of your heart, but I'd love for you to tell them the deer story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's actually not like me at all, but okay. So first of all, I love to go off and have long hikes in the woods, just away from people and society, really to be in God's presence and fill my cup up. And during this this little particular season, me and Melissa had already agreed that we were going to move to Alaska. As crazy and unrealistic as it sounded to us, we were going to do it. So I was out there and I was walking and I was praying. You know, in the Bible where, where it talks about Gideon and he, he asked God to give him some confirmation that he was about to go do this thing and it seemed crazy and God did it. He made the fur that he put on the ground wet one day with dew and not wet on, on the other day. And I was like, you know what, God, would you do something like that for me? And, uh, in, in my mind at that moment, I just, I saw these three deers and they were facing each other standing underneath this massive tree. And I feel like he spoke to me in that moment. And he said, well, would you go to Alaska? Even if I didn't show you that picture, man, it cut me to the core. And I was, I immediately said, yes, absolutely. I, I will go to Alaska. I don't, I don't need to see the deer. And he goes, all right. And he didn't really say anything after that. And I went on with my walk. And from that moment on, I was looking underneath every bush and around every corner of the trail to see if I could see even one deer, just one deer, you know, and nothing. Uh, Hardly any animals the entire day, maybe a lizard. I'm not even sure. And we're talking like a five and a half mile walk. (laughs) Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere in the woods where Where you're- Tons of deer are. (laughs) Yeah. You expect to see deer and animals, all sorts of stuff. So I was, I guess I was really kind of disappointed, but content at the same time. And I came home and told Melissa about it and uh, we're like, okay. And well, we needed to go to the grocery store. So- we we hopped in the car. She was driving because I was exhausted from this trip. And uh, we drive out of the neighborhood and turn right. And I was looking out the window and there was another property right there outside of our neighborhood. And wouldn't you know it, these three deer were standing in the yard under this massive oak tree, just, just like I'd seen in my mind. And I, I was like, hey, Melissa, did you see that? Nope, didn't nope. see it. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> this is a common theme with us. I, I point out an animal or a bird and she's like, yep, nope, I so saw a tree. That's normal for Luke to see animals on his walks. But he, I've never, I've been married to him for 24 years now. And that's the first time I've ever heard him have 
choose to have a conversation with God, choose to ask God to show me if this is really the thing, point it out. So that's the part that really isn't like Luke. It's just he's he's growing and choosing to believe that God would speak to him. And he does. And he wants to speak to us and truly give us the desires of our heart. Let's go ahead and stop it there on the calling. I think uh, we can really wrap it up by saying you knew that you were being called because you kept that desire inside of you kept growing. And then also the God of the universe totally showed you those deers, (laughs) which was so cool of him. And that just confirmed what you knew to be true already. Now, another thing that Luke said was we had agreed to go to Alaska, but we didn't know how. We didn't know how we were going to get there. We just knew in our hearts that it was going to happen. We'll tell you more about that story later. But for right now, what we'd love to do is leave y'all with a couple of questions for your Saturday morning date. All right. So here are two of the questions. What dream did you have as a kid? Like, what secret longing did you did you have? And another one is, what dream or desire do you have now? Well, Luke, what is a dream you have now? You've reached Alaska. What is a whisper on your heart in this season? Mm. Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, but only kind of, right? <laughs> Actually, it's to uh, start a men's group on the golf club that I'm a part of. And uh, pour into the lives of the men that are there. I love it. That's neat. That's still there. Yeah, it is. Well, since you asked me, I'm going to ask you, Melissa, what kind of dream do you have right now? I have a couple whispers percolating right now. One of them is a family reunion that is skiing in New Mexico. Ooh, skiing in New Mexico. I know. And then the other one is the retreat for the couples that want to help get their blueprints in order for their empty nesting season. I see those two things. I was actually dreaming of the ski one just today. No kidding. No kidding. Huh. And you didn't share it with me until I asked you the question. That's why we ask questions, Luke. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Empty Nesting on Purpose. We are so excited you're here and we are excited to share our story. In this first season, we'd love to share with you the lessons we learned as we prepared our hearts and our homes to take the big leap to the big AK. Now, we mentioned some questions that we have that we talked through as we were going through our dates trying to figure out what the Holy Spirit was doing. Would you like a copy of those questions too? If so, head to Empty Nesting on Purpose and you can get them there. Until next time.